Let's maybe pull straws to decide. Michael, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. All right, it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. What? All right, so we are continuing on our UFC quest. The quest of UFCness going back to the beginning and talking about what happened back in the beginning. Um, So, UFC 3, and I have to issue an apology to the refs of UFC 1 and 2. Although, I love Big John McCarthy who took over in UFC 2. There was something about UFC 1 and 2 I did not realize. Because they made a point of mention in the beginning of UFC 3. UFC 3 was the first UFC where the ref was allowed to stop the fight. That's right. If you heard me complaining about the refs in the first two UFCs. Not stopping the fights when they should have because people were being destroyed. It turns out they weren't allowed to. They literally had to wait for the corner to throw in the towel or the person to tap. So, that's why they got beaten until they were unconscious sometimes. Oh, I, yeah. See, I did not I did not even realize. <sighs> I didn't. Like, to me, that makes the first YouTube make more sense. And a little more epic, really. Like, the referee couldn't even stop it. They had to go to a finish no matter what. And you'll see it through the same way. Although, um, they had to go to finish no matter what. The referee could indeed stop it. That could be the finish. And so they went with a popular trope in the first fight. Although they do say it's randomly picked. And I believe this randomly picked the order. Whatever. I'll go with that. But they put Emmanuel Yarbrough versus Keith Hackney. Now, Emmanuel Yarbrough was six foot eight, weighed 600 pounds, and was a sumo wrestler uh, from New Jersey. Not something I ever thought I'd say was a sumo wrestler from New Jersey. Um... And not just any sumo wrestler, like, finished second in the 1990 uh, sumo championship in Japan. So this was a legit sumo wrestler. Um, and he's going to be with Keith Hackney, which is a Kempo karate guy. A lot of striking, a lot of kicking. Um, white tiger Kempo karate. He's very specific. They mentioned the tiger. And even when you see him fight, he kind of does these claw hands constantly. It looks ridiculous. Until you see him fight. Where So, dude, he's fighting six foot eight. He's normal height dude, right? Sumo comes in, and he just kind of does this tiger claw, because he's got claw fingers, is what it looked like, but he goes up high and smacks the dude on the forehead, not a punch, open hand strike, and knocks the sumo over, I'm like, okay, okay, I thought sumo was just going smush, but nah, and sumo wrestler gets up, and they keep fighting, they go back and forth, and the sumo wrestler falls over again, and this time... Like, he just starts pounding on his head, just punching him in the head, like, in the skull. Like, not in the side of the face, but in the head. And it didn't look like the sumo wrestler was being hurt that much. He didn't look bothered. He looked more like he was swatting at a bee. But because Keith Hattany was on him and staying punching him, he couldn't get up. 600 pounds, six foot eight. that's a lot. A lot to force up. And he couldn't do it. And he finally just looked at the road and goes, I'm done. I, just, I can't get up. I'm done. Get the guy off me. I want to get up and go back to stage, have a burrito. Like, 
I lost. I tried. I I'm I can't fight from my ass. Just please. And so I've stopped it because dude verbally said I'm done, and it was over. And Keith Hackney advances, but yeah. Um, but Keith Hackney doesn't really advance because Keith Hackney made a mistake. Not wearing any sort of glove or hand protection and punching a dude in the skull, Keith Hackney shatters his hand. He breaks his hand on the dude's head. So, even though Keith Hackney technically wins the fight, he leaves hurt. He's out. He's done. Um, which is sad because he was really good. He actually comes back in a later UFC and makes a good show on for himself. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was not really hurt. Oh, one cool thing did happen in this fight. Um, they talk about the odd guy being so strong. The sumo wrestler takes this guy, grabs him across the chest, and sh- doing a little sumo show thing, takes him up to the side of the ring. And not intentionally. They, they happen to hit the cage and just pushes him, and dude just goes flying through the gate. Like gate breaks open, guy goes flying out. It was awesome. Probably not what was supposed to happen. All right, moving on. The next fight. The return to Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock's in UFC 1. Um, he had broken his wrist. For UFC 2, he makes his return in UFC 3, and he proves something that in this fight that has been true for him for his entire career. The boy has no stamina. He just doesn't. He he he, he fights. Um, he wins. The guy's tapped out due to uh, Ken Shamrock plummeting him to death. Uh, a whole lot of punches. He gets him down, uh, gets him full mount, and just pounds on his face because the guy he was fighting was... Christopher Lemming was a judo guy and was not prepared for striking at all. Um, I, I know this is still early in the UFC days, but this is UFC 3 at this point. You you know people are going to punch you. Like, you know what's going to happen. But yeah, by the end of the fight, Ken Shamrock looked whooped. He won, but man, exhausted. Like, no stamina. The boy does not train endurance. He's trained strength. He's strong. He hits. It hurt, but he, yeah, he didn't have nothing left. All right. Next fight, uh, nah, it's not really super exciting. Um, it's Harold Howard Karate versus Roland Payne, a kickboxer, and uh, it's 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 just striking, a whole lot of fighting, a whole lot of punching, and like the kickboxing guy looks like he has some discipline. Harold Howard, tough dude, tough, big, strong dude. Um, quote unquote uses his own style of uh, karate, um, which. I think is, I'm just going to swing. That's his style. Because he hits the dude, and it's a good hit, but it's like this haymaker from, like, left field. Like, the biggest, should have been the easiest punch in the world to block, but guy doesn't see it coming, catches him right on the side of the head, and right in the temple. Dude, done. Over. Um, but yeah, hurt, hurt. Like, no tech, no, did not appear to be any technique to his striking. Just I'm just going to keep throwing stuff until somebody falls over, and it worked. So he knocked it. He knocked the dude out. He's like, yeah, it was great. All right, so moving on. So this is probably one of the most famous fights in the history of the old UFC, and I hate this fight. I hate what happens with this fight. I don't. I mean, I don't hate the fight itself. I hate what happens. So it's Hoist Gracie versus Kimbo. Kimbo, not not Kimbo Slice, but Kimmo. 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 Kimo, whatever, K-I-M-O, um, he's a Twikingo guy, um, this guy's famous for putting a cross on his back and walking to the ring carrying a cross, because six months out of the year he fights, six months out of the year he goes around and he's a preacher, which is fine, for a preacher though, what a jerk, him and his manager, Joe Zahn, Joe Zahn, are a-holes, like, disrespectful, um, I don't know, like, it, this is your preacher. I, I really want to question what he's doing. Um, 
But yeah, Horse Gracie is uh, fights him, and now apparently, Horse Gracie was hurt before this UFC, so he didn't get him trained for a whole week before the UFC. He had an injury to his neck. Um, he used to get hurt in training. Uh, one of the highlights to me in this fight, though, was in order to try to get Kimbo to put his head where he wanted so he could eventually defeat Kimbo, is he grabs him by his man bun and just starts dragging his head around, like putting it where he wanted. And he does win. He he gets him. He finally uh, wins. gets him an arm bar and, and wins. But you could tell at the end of the fight, Hoyce Gracie does not look good. Um, it looks like his right arm is hanging really low, like his shoulder may have dislocated, like he can't lift it up. Um, he's almost had to be carried to the back. And... He's hurt, but he wins. He wins the fight. Um, and Kimbo acts like he's special, but he lost. Um, and that's really the only thing Kimbo becomes famous for in UFCs is losing. Uh, so, yeah, he's out. So, the next fight, uh, Mitchell, Felix Mitchell is a kickboxer versus Ken Shamrock. And Ken Shamrock wins. Like, he, uh, he takes dude out. Uh, he takes him out with a rear naked choke, but again, like he had a little burst. It was a pretty quick fight, but Ken Shamrock just looked exhausted. Um, it wasn't a good look for Ken Shamrock, but he did win. He won cleanly. It was a good choke. Um, guy did not know how to defend against chokes before. That was a big thing. So Ken Shamrock just takes him out pretty good. Um, then we move on to Harold Howard again versus Hoist Gracie. And Harold Howard comes out. And he's pumped. He's amped. He's ready to go. And Hoist Gracie makes it to the ring and. You see him leaning against the side of the cage, talking to his family, uh, his arms up, and he looks like he's ready to go, but in don't look great. And before the fight even starts, um, one of the guys on the side, it was a little Hoist Gracie looking he was going to fight, but he grabs the towel and throws it in, and Hoist Gracie is taken out. Uh, fight never really started, so it didn't count as a loss. Uh, against Hoist Gracie, which it shouldn't have. Um, Hoist Gracie probably shouldn't have come out at all. They probably should have went ahead and just sent in an alternate. Uh, but yeah, uh, Hoist Gracie's out. Done. Like He's like, I'm hurt. And this is the part that makes me hate Kimbo and his manager. Uh, well, there's two things. One, I forgot to mention earlier. After Hoist Gracie wins the fight against Kimbo, his Kimbo's manager takes his shirt off and runs in the ring and tries to start fighting people. And they quickly grab him getting out, and they don't make a big deal about it. But that's where he's at. He, he's got lost, but he takes over, fight your... Whatever. It didn't work. Um, Gracie's clan has too much class for that. Uh, at least they did in the day. Uh, I think later on, some of the Gracies lose their mind, but at that point, they had too much class for that. Uh, they come out running into the ring. Kimbo and his manager come running into the ring, jumping up and down, celebrating... Uh, they stopped Gracie. We win. We stopped Gracie. Dude, you tapped because your arm was about to be shattered. Which means a dude who was hurt beat you. And you're celebrating like you did something because somebody was hurt? You're a scumbag, okay? You don't celebrate when somebody gets hurt. You know, one of the things Gracie's father told Hoist Gracie before he fought was, don't hurt anybody unnecessarily. That's right. Hoist Gracie didn't throw punches to the face. Because that wasn't his, his dad told him. Don't hurt him. There's no point. You're not trying to knock him out. Do what you have to do to win. Don't hurt anybody necessarily. Don't celebrate an injury. Hoist Gracie broke a dude's arm because he couldn't feel the tap. That happened. Hoist Gracie wasn't happy about it. You know? It was just something that happened. So, we don't, we don't celebrate 
injuries. Celebrate victories, sure. If you hurt somebody in the course of winning and this part of what happens, you get up and celebrate. But at the end, you go back, you check on the dude, you make sure he's okay. And that's what Grace did. Not Kimbo. Kimbo literally lost the fight and came out and celebrated because the guy was hurt and couldn't continue like he did something. It was disgusting. And Jim Brown, Jim Brown's commentary on this, Jim Brown can eat my dick. Because Jim Brown even had the balls to say, well, Horace Grace may have won the fight, but we see who can stand up and still continue. Yeah, well, you know, Jim Brown, let's see you get in there with Hoist Gracie. And watch Hoist Gracie break up your leg and shove it up your ass. Okay, Mr. Brown? Hoist Gracie won. He won injured. He played injured and still whooped Kimbo. So, or Kimo. Kimo. You know, I don't even give a shit. That stupid dude who never won a fight ever in the UFC. Even they brought him back for the legends because he's the guy who, yeah. No, he still never won a fight. Yeah, all he did, he's famous for losing because he's a loo-zaha. Zaha. So, and then he was supposed to fight Harry Howard. Harry Howard advances. They didn't bring an alternate real fast. They're like, okay, he advances. Um, and I, I liked Harry Howard, honestly. Um, he like much respect. He really was looking forward to fighting Gracie because he'd been working on ways he thought to defeat Gracie. And he was seemed actually kind of disappointed that he didn't get to fight Gracie. He didn't want to win that way, which mad respect for that. Seriously, like he, I respect that. He wanted to and he didn't want to win that way. He seemed really disappointed. But that put him in the finals. So he wasn't that disappointed. Um, in the finals, and this is where I'm talking about Ken Shamrock looking done. They say he was injured, and I'm not going to say he's not injured. I just wonder if it was just exhaustion. Because Ken Shamrock does not come out. Ken Shamrock made it to the finals and did not come out. An alternate come get to come in. Steve Jinnum, practitioner of ninja, or otherwise known as ninjutsu. That's right. They bring out the ninja. Ta-da. Yeah. And the ninja goes up. And honestly, kind of unfair if you ask me. If you're an alternate and you're putting in the final against a dude who already fought, that's, man. Although, Harold only had one fight instead of two. So, he actually has some time to rest. And the alternates did fight earlier in the day with time to rest. Whatever. But he comes in and he wins. Like, he knocks dude down, knocks dude out, takes him out, he wins. It's uh, it's, So, literally an alternate who fought one time that night wins the entire UFC and his corner goes crazy. They're like, yeah, we did it, yeah. And technically they did, so they have a right to go crazy. Like, yeah. And that's it, an alternate wins. It was bound to happen eventually, and it happened in UFC 3, that the alternate comes in, a ninja, that's right, a ninja, and wins UFC 3. And it's, Yeah, 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 no, I had to get that in there. Um, and like the shock. Oh, look, it's perfectly good to be a confident fighter. It's fine. Confidence gets you through. But sometimes a humble fighter who's afraid is great also, especially when they win and they legitimately are happy and surprised. I look, cocky fighter, you have to be cocky sometimes to win. I get that. But a cocky fighter is like, yeah, no, I was supposed to win, whatever. It's no big deal. I'm me. I win. Is not as entertaining as a dude's like I can't believe I'm here. I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe I won. I'm so happy I won. Let's party. Like, this is much more entertaining. Like, Hoist Gracie thought he was going every fight. And, in my opinion, he did win every fight. But at no point was he cocky about it either. Like, he wasn't the first one. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to Disneyland. Woot! And he was happy. And that kind of thing makes me happy. 
So that's it for the guys for the day. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Go back, watch these old UFCs. I'm telling you, I've, I've been I've watched like five or six of them now, and I'm taking notes so we can talk about them. But oh man, just brings back the memories of. of I wish the UFCs were still like this. Get rid of the time limits. Get rid of the judges. Let's fight. Let's fight till somebody wins. Forget all this judges crap. I'm so sick of judges. And I guarantee you, you get a better effort from some of these fighters if they had to fight to win. They weren't allowed just to fight for points. You'd get better fights. All right, guys. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Have an awesome day. That's right. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And I hope you enjoy all the shows on the Ninja Podcast Network. Please check out our other shows. Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Angry Ninja Presents Not a Kid's Game, our D&D podcast. Chris Allen's Audio Stories, where I read some short stories to you that I wrote. Uh, Ninja and Moonshine, Middle of the Road podcast. Guy from the left, guy from the right, coming together and trying to meet in the middle. Doesn't always work out like that. The Ninja News and Politics Show outrageous stories with the angry ninja and the occasional special guest and sports talk with ninja and jmo those are the shows if you want to reach out and contact me or anybody on any of the shows you can reach me and i'll pass on the message at at cman2342 on twitter or an email ask the angry ninja at gmail.com or just get on facebook and search for the ask the angry ninja show and we'll reach out and talk to you we love questions. We'll answer your questions, any topics you want to cover, or hey, if you want to mail me a prize. I like prizes. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and have a wonderful night.